Hello and welcome back to another episode, our fourth of Fajitas Tonight. I'm Elle and this is... Morgana, hello. And we're back after an extended break. Um, we had reading week at university, so both As took art students, yeah, yeah, we went on holiday. I mean, you're supposed to use it for reading, but um, me and Elle both used it as an excuse to um, go on vacay. <laughs> yeah, where'd you go, Morgs? Go on, tell everyone. Okay, I was very lucky. I went skiing with my parents. Ooh, bougie. And they're retired friends, and we all stayed. <laughs> and, we, and we all stayed in, like, one little room, which was also the kitchen. Um, but I didn't, sorry if you're listening parents, but, um, I didn't realise quite how much my parents snored. Oh, really? Both it, of them? Yeah, both of them. It was like alternate nights as well, but then it, <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of like really tired on the slopes and then I was kind of saying, oh yeah, I didn't get much sleep because, um, I'm not going to lie to you, you were snoring loud. And then my parents' friends like piped up. He was like, oh, I've got ear defenders if you want. I was like, oh, thank God. Did you use them? Yeah, yeah, every night, every <laughs> night. Did you not have them then? Um, he had extras. He had extra pairs, like mini ones. I think I've got them. I brought them back with me just can in I case. Can I borrow them for my room? Oh, you need yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. No, you can actually. They were so, so good. But um, yeah, no, I had a really nice week. I am literally at this point 50% baguette, 50% cereal bar. Nice. I just consumed a lot of bread. But skiing itself was really fun. It yeah. was in France, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The Alps. Oh, lush. Now tell me where you went. I also took a trip to France. It was a very short trip, literally two <laughs> days, one night. Um, but I went to Paris, which was super fun, with my best friend from home, Ellie. Um, yeah, a delayed birthday present for her, bless. Although she did say, mm. you know, it doesn't matter if it comes late again, like, we can go somewhere else <laughs> next time. So, yeah, that was really nice. We just wandered around in the sun. It was such good weather. And drank. I drank, like maybe two glasses of water in two days everything else was wine oh every time i sat down i was like i'll have a glass of wine it's so cheap what kind of wine really it was cheap that surprised yeah, me well about cheap. Paris. well as in it was like four euro for a glass okay yeah so like in in paris stand, yeah. yeah yeah like if you went to london it would be like seven pound for yeah crap wine. that's so true it was four pound for crap wine oh was it crap as well well Thought no French actually France? it wasn't as hideous it's, it wasn't like nat's piss which is sometimes what you what get. What does that mean? Like, like a little fly. And that is a mosquito. Weed. Yeah, but like. I didn't it, realize they're weed. I think that's just to say maybe my mum just said <laughs> that. An old phrase. Yeah, an old, an old phrase within our family. But yeah, we just had like loads of fun. Fell in love, sorry, Ben, with a French waiter. Oh. Don't know his name, just named him Jean Pierre because of obviously course. assuming his name Stereotyping. Was I mean, he it is gorgeous. the city of love. Yeah. And Ellie said, I messaged her yesterday, like, oh, this time last week we were in Paris, we were in the, like, fromagerie, like, oh. cheese place having dinner, and I miss Jean-Pierre, and she said, um, it's the most tragic love story of our time, and I was like, it really is, it really is. I thought maybe he would, like, you know, we'd bump into each other by the Eiffel Tower the next day, but... Oh, you didn't. never know. Maybe it'll be in London the next time you meet. Yeah, sorry, Ben. Um, do actually have a boyfriend. But <laughs> it, was, it was a holiday romance. I was hoping oh, this yeah, was going to yeah, happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I've been doing. And now we're back from reading week. Thrown back into the deep end with all the work. Great. Funsies. How's the disc going? Yep, it's being tackled. I basically, because of the little apartment we were staying in, I had no Wi-Fi. So it was like, um, yeah, just a week of literally pure exclusion from all social media and life. Yeah. So now it's coming back and realising what's actually been going on in the world. It has been turning since I left. <laughs> the world stops while you're on yeah. holiday, Morgana. So, but we actually haven't, I don't know, we only checked in maybe once or twice. Yeah, you're So not... this is going to be interesting to hear what you're consuming, ETC. Ooh, exciting. Exciting. We do actually, we don't normally text though, we're a, 
communication, face, yeah. yeah, friendship. It doesn't last over the summer period, does it? <laughs> we did a year abroad. Yeah, we managed that. Um, okay, so now we've had our little catch up. Shall we go on to what we've been on to our topic? Yeah, for our today. topic. What we've been interested in this week. Um, so although Morgana was away from the internet, she actually picked up on something that I totally missed. Very Ooh, embarrassing. This is never how it goes. I Elle is the one with the zeitgeist. Elle gets pop culture. I am like the grandma. And I'm like, oh, what happened this week? I just don't know. But I had like one Wi-Fi check in a day. And I actually saw something. I was busy, you know, staring into Jean-Pierre's eyes and ink Oh, yeah, getting lost in the So tell us. From Argerie. Um, well, basically, I saw a little... I don't want to call it a Twitter spat. Um, but little, not even argument, discussion, I don't know. It was between um, <laughs> um, Jamila Jamil and Cara Delevingne. Do you see? Yeah. Someone yeah. I know says Delevingne. Delevingne? Delevingne. I don't know. No, it's Delevingne, isn't it? I thought but, you were yeah. going to say Avril. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, um, Carl Lagerfeld, who is a fashion, it was Chanel that he owns, I think. I don't know if he owned... Well, we should have looked He's a fashion up. designer. He's a fashion yeah. designer. He has Big his own fashion line designer. as well. He's got a blonde, blonde ponytail, white ponytail. Yeah. Um, and basically, he died this week. And um, obviously, all of the, the RIP posts were flooding in. And I had so was many on my him. timeline. Yeah. Well, he's a big figure. And obviously, he's worked with so many of the celebrities that we know because, like, all the models we know and, like, mm-hmm. people would wear his clothes on the red carpet and everything. Kim Kardashian talks about him in an interview mm. with Ashley Graham on Pretty Big Deal. And she says, like... He's the most amazing guy, and like Chris Jenner absolutely loves him. They got on really? so well. Yeah, she's a massive fan of his. Yeah. I think that's where I first saw that he passed away. Oh, uh, well, interestingly, um, so all these posts were kind of coming out, and then there was this one post that said, like, stop mourning oppressors, like, anti condolences for Carl Argfield. Um, and basically, Jamila Jamil retweeted this post, and she was like, yep, yeah, like, we really shouldn't. Um, like be praising this guy or like mourning him as an icon because he was like he was a misogynist like he was fat phobic he was really problematic and like he was a negative influence on girls or or like people who would see him and hear his negativity so she was kind of viewing it from the viewpoint of like a minority or someone who would be affected by his negativity and affected by seeing a guy who was so like who had such problematic views be so praised like in his yeah. death mm-hmm. but i mean uh, no but not even praised like hailed as like an icon yeah the god like, of fashion like all of this exa- really exactly, extra language yeah. to yeah to explain someone who you know for some people was really hurtful exactly so she kind of said yep someone said it we shouldn't praise this man you know he's a bad guy and then Cara Delevingne kind of replied like you don't even know him how can you do this the man's not even fresh in his grave show a bit of respect like not everyone is perfect and that kind of started this whole Twitter thread um thread that's a good one yeah it was a threaded conversation because they both acknowledged that it wasn't really an argument but it was like they obviously had different different viewpoints yeah so we thought this would be an interesting point yeah, to discuss. I think it leads into some interesting questions. Because I can totally really see both sides of the argument, actually. Yeah, I can. I We haven't really discussed anything on here yet where we don't have, like, a... Although maybe differing, where we mm. each don't have, like, a really... Um, 
what am I trying to say? Like, and we have a really solid. Yeah. <laughs> I found that whenever we talk about something on here, I'm always like, really one way. Mm. And whereas this, I'm actually genuinely in the yeah, middle. So it might can be really see, to see both sides. Can, see how this goes. Because I think we can both agree that Carl Lagerfeld is problematic. Like, he would say comments about Adele, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, great voice, terrible body, she needs to lose weight. Uh, what does he say about he said, Pe- Pippa Middleton? He said about Pippa Middleton, um, Kate Middleton is really gorgeous, but. Pippa Middleton should be seen from the back only. Yeah, I know, um, charming fella. I know, and he said um, like about the Me Too movement that like everybody should basically get over it and it should mm. be given. And he blamed um, Kim Kardashian herself for when she was um, robbed at gunpoint, which I thought was really insensitive, especially if it's yeah, meant to be a friend of yours. Exactly. Like, she put up a post about Carl when he passed away, like, oh my God, the most amazing man. And then apparently he'd like, a few years previously, <laughs> said it was your fault you got robbed nearly raped yeah nearly killed. exactly I she mean, seems to have forgotten that yeah so jamila kind of feels like and i totally get that that she feels like she's speaking for minorities and it is interesting to consider like with cara delavine who is obviously a model and thin and white and mm-hmm. privileged and the kind of person who carl probably wouldn't have any complaints about someone who he's worked with before it is obviously interesting that it's her who kind of comes in and says Jamila like you should pipe down but Jamila even recognises herself that she might have been in a privileged position she Mm. writes "Um, we have privilege so he was nice to us he hurt a lot of people so she's acknowledging you know I am also you know in the industry I'm gorgeous looking woman like Mm. I'm really intelligent blah 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 and so is Cara and like so they have been able to kind of like miss his scathing comments yeah and I think it's interesting that Jamila is kind of saying yeah, I know I'm part of that mm. I think that what that's what makes this debate really interesting because she's looking at each side quite fairly yeah when you acknowledging both yeah, positions definitely when you read it you do kind of I think Jamila is very good at constructing a logical she argument and you do insane. kind of read it like wow like she knows her stuff but Cara is kind of there playing like the human defense which I also can yeah. really see that side of she's like look he did some bad things but he was a human being and we shouldn't all be condemned for our past mistakes this is a man who's died not everyone is black and white and I think that really ties into the whole cancelling culture like that we have nowadays that if someone does makes one bad decision they can just be cancelled mm. when really a lot of the time like it is a learning journey I know you make mistakes and then you well no person change. is wholly good or wholly bad I mean mm. if if we were famous, there would be people that could say negative things about us and there would be, yes. be past actions or past comments that we wouldn't necessarily be proud of. And also so what I find interesting is um, Jamila also... One of her pinned tweets, I think, is um, from December 2018. She put, It's never too late to check yourself and right your wrongs. I used to be a slut-shamey, slut judgmental, and my feminism wasn't intersexual enough. Nobody is born perfectly woke. <clears throat> excuse me listen read learn grow change and make room for everyone we aren't free till all of us are free and i feel like the way she constructs her argument really does align with that viewpoint that she's not trying to bash cara no she is trying to not. introduce her into the conversation and kind of teach her but about the cancelling i mean is she trying to cancel carl lagerfeld or um, what's happening there because but i guess is he is he not able to have like been woke as well some of these comments are from years ago in the recent past he might have not 
Yeah. Do you know? I suppose in some ways she's you could say that she's not cancelling him. She's just fighting the narrative that is everywhere, which is, oh, let's mourn this really great guy. And in that way, her viewpoint is the is the unusual one and it's like adding nuance to the debate and it's yeah. creating a conversation. She interestingly though, she also later put um I stand by what I said, I still think I'm right in this like debate. Yeah. But I think I maybe should have waited a few more days to yeah. let the dust settle. A bit of respect there. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, I totally... I think him her calling him out was the right thing to do. But I do agree. It could have waited maybe a few days for, like, loved ones to mourn yeah. him as the person that they knew. Because I guess everybody has, like, different dimensions to them and you see certain sides of people. Yeah, definitely. And I, But I think it is interesting. I don't know how much he's been condemned or, like... like He's not like like Harvey this. Weinstein or something like yeah. who in his lifetime is condemned for his crimes and they are crimes like sexual assault and rape. I'm um, not the same as Yeah, comments. no, yeah. no, it's not the same thing. But at the same time, should Karl Lagerfeld have felt any consequences for the kind of things he was saying? Like, like should his career have maybe like suffered a bit more or should he have hit more obstacles like in mm. his lifetime because yeah. of what he was saying? True. So like... You can't really punish him because he hasn't committed a crime apart from obviously his hateful words. But I think Jamila recognises that the kind of things he was saying have an impact on people and the way that she not punishes him or, or hold, but she kind of holds, holds him accountable. accountable. Do you think, I'm literally just thinking off my head here. Go on. Um, the, the position of power that somebody has and the cultural capital that they hold with a public audience means that they can escape these condemnations so harvey weinstein he was a big figure Mm. but not really to audiences like the everyday he was the behind the scenes he was behind the scenes so so to condemn him is a lot easier because we think oh god he's nasty pig and i don't Mm. i don't view the films as him being in them it's not like an actor yeah but say someone like michael jackson who's been accused of you know, a yeah. multitude of different things. And or Johnny Depp. Or Johnny Depp. Yeah. And, and so we find it harder as an audience to kind of, like, hold them accountable for what they've done or said. Yeah. And with this, like, Carl is held in very high regards within the mm. fashion industry with a lot of female influencers and models. And so that means it's harder for the audience to hold him accountable for what he's done or said do you know what i mean yeah. so we've cancelled harvey weinstein that is interesting it does tie into like how people can be quite selective like i think yeah. the johnny depp thing is very interesting because it kind of like he beat up his girlfriend i forget if it's amber, amber or amber, yeah. amber heard um but that was kind of before the whole me too thing broke but like people were just so willing to gloss over that yeah. and he's still getting cast and i don't think it's affected his career at no, all maybe maybe um, it probably has but not on the grand scale that like say harvey weinstein i mean they are different crimes and that is yeah they yeah, need to be definitely. like differentiated but still but then i was listening to this john ronson episode he was on beyond today which is a great podcast <laughs> shout out um and he was talking about his book so you've been publicly shamed um which i haven't read but i really want to yeah read. i think no, it I came want out a few to, years I want ago to read that, yeah And he said that we live in a world where everybody is very quick to jump on other people and to um, blanket what people have done wrong under some kind of one area. So someone might, he was saying, someone might make an offhand, potentially could be read as offensive joke, and then they're held in the same regard as someone who has, you know, 
yeah molested or raped that's someone. That's so true. And because we have access to social media, we're very quick to be on that, and we exactly. don't we don't have these nuanced conversations with ourselves about like either side because straight away we've got kind of like a way to engage with other people who who will confirm what we think exactly i was just going to say that that counseling culture ties in so much into the modern echo chamber yeah and like how we can swipe left swipe right or we can just follow the people who we want to follow and then you just hear the same viewpoints yeah. again and again so then you're less afraid of saying one viewpoint really quickly you're, mm. you're happy to put it out there because you know you'll probably get a confirmation of that within your same social echo chamber online yeah and you just don't see people with other viewpoints no, like I don't. in that system or like with the people that you hang out with and when you're suddenly outside that and you face a bit of confrontation it's a bit like whoa yeah. um i don't really know how to deal with this now but yeah the counseling culture is interesting with carl and i don't know how it all, i don't know how it's played out since i mean i didn't hear of any of his um horrible comments before he passed away so this is very much i think i'd heard up. one or two yeah i had actually yeah i think i'd heard about the adele one but again, like I hadn't heard him, like there were no consequences to him. Yeah. And also like fashion, it's only very recently coming out of this thin white model, like being the... Still barely. Yeah, though. blonde. I, mean, I know, Kendall exactly. Is still the, I think she was last year the, the most highly paid model. Yeah, but it's still, I think that's why he wasn't held accountable because you just kind of like, oh, well, he's a fashion guy. Of course he's going to say that. That's what mm, they all say in the fashion mm-hmm. world. So it wasn't, like, groundbreaking or anything different that he was saying. Um, yeah, but I think... I, I'm glad Jamila said what she said. Yeah. Because I do think it needed to be said. I mean, I I also agree that maybe she should have waited a few days. Mm. Um, but she's she's admitted that she's herself. She's admitted yeah. that herself. But I really do see both sides. And also Cara coming into the argument, that was, like, a personal thing for her because I'm sure, like... Carl probably did treat her really well and was a real mentor to her and they worked together and for her that's a friend who has passed away that Jamila is kind of saying was a villain um so I really do see both sides which is quite rare in one of these things I know and and they both maintain their cool very well even Carl Carl obviously Mm. was she she wrote that she was in an emotional state and you know this was particularly affecting her at the time of tweeting because it was so soon after and even she like came out of this looking respectable and yeah. um, respectful of Jamila's. Well, both women as have well. said like, "Look, this was not an argument. This yeah. was just two women expressing their views, and, that's and nice there's no hard feelings." Because yeah. Twitter has become sort of like a place for spats and a, a cancel this person, a versus this person. This is kind of the original point of Twitter to have debates with people and have to exactly. have proper conversations. Yeah, and seeing different viewpoints rather than just being in your echo chamber. Mm. And also, I'd recommend anyone listening to this, Jamila, I think it's the best way that you can deal with one of these Twitter spats. She's just posted herself, she's tweeted the screenshots of the whole thread yeah. and just said, look, before this gets twisted, this is what was said. Read it for yourself, make your own judgment. Yeah. Which we did. And we've just told you ours. <laughs> it was very. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was very interesting. Thanks for bringing because I knew I that he'd know. passed away and I knew about his comments, but I didn't know there'd been this. Yeah, this conversation. well, there you go. Maybe I should become the new zeitgeist expert. Or should we make this a thing? No, you, this. Are you taking on that role? Because <gasps> you've got the responsibility oh, no. next week. I don't week. think this is going to last at all. <laughs> but I enjoyed that debate. Yeah. Okay, and on to my personal favourite segment. What have we been consuming this week? Woo-woo! Right, let's start with the standard L. 
What is the best item of food that you have consumed this week? Oh my gosh, what have I consumed this... Oh, okay. Here we go. Confession. I went to visit my friend in Bristol, Maddie, and we were really, really hungover on Friday. (laughs) I'm going to guess. Can I just guess? Was it a tuna panini with something? No, I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. I'm a vegetarian, and if I ever falter, it's for a tuna panini. (laughs) so embarrassing. Um... No, so we were really hungover and we were meant to go out. We weren't meant to go out Thursday, we were meant to go out Friday night. Mm-hmm. We ended up out Thursday. Mm. We went to bed at about half past four. Oh. Um, made it through the day and then it got to four o'clock and I was like, can't do this oh, anymore. Oh, yeah. And we got a yakinori. Oh! Oh, yeah. they have them in Bristol? Yeah. I thought this only, was a Birmingham thing. It's a Birmingham and only a Bristol thing, so I introduced ah. her. Oh, no, she'd been before, but she, she picked what I picked this time and she loved it. So what'd you go for? So I got the bento box, which is like the big box with mm. steamed rice, pumpkin gyoza, Ooh. dumplings and teriyaki sauce. Ooh. And it was bloody delicious. So um, if you don't know what yakinori is, although all our listeners are from Birmingham, so <laughs> <laughs> then you should get one. But that was amazing. And then um, another confession, I also had that on Sunday. <laughs> Because I was, again, hungover and wanted Fantastic. another one. Is that what you'd go for, for hungover food? It's I not always. would crave that, I don't think. It's not always, but sometimes when you want something, like, warm and wholesome. Yeah, oh, I always want something hearty. That's why and I always crave burgers. Yeah, Aldi had closed, so I, was, oh, I had no food. Limited choices, <laughs> yeah. yep. I see, and what I see. about you? So, mine would probably be the thing that I ate every single day oh, while I was skiing. Let's guess. Which was, um, the... Oh, the baguette of dreams l so you know like one of those massive long sticks like baguette sticks that you get from tesco yeah so we'd have like half of one for mm-hmm. um for lunch so my typical one so oh, so good french baguette also i think is just better than english baguette it just is um so i'd line one side with like an olive tapenade i love that yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then the other side lined with hummus yeah fantastic what type classic classic i was the nice. only one they had in the french supermarket okay. <laughs> it was very limited acceptable um then sliced cucumber sliced tomato bit of onion um then what else did i put in there sriracha oh of course i brought my <laughs> i brought a bottle of sriracha with me um and then oh the key ingredient some crisps yeah like crinkle cut salt and vinegar yeah crisps. yeah the classic holiday crisps yeah holiday crisps yeah. classic um pot those in there smushed it and then I was carrying a rucksack and as I was on the ski lift each day like I would sit down and it was getting slowly more smushed so by the time I love a soggy sandwich right by the time lunch rolled around it was like proper and smushed (laughs) (laughs) it was so good so yeah that was my ideal meal and then we'd ski so we'd have that at like I don't know one come in at four more baguette with jam and then with dinner it would be like pasta bolognese oh let's sop it up with some more baguette so i am literally a human baguette at this point but that was lovely i really enjoyed consuming that yeah i'm really looking forward to like summer it's been sunny for like two days oh yeah everyone's losing it so funny we had um lunch on campus today and it was just glorious it was so good i did miss a lecture for it but i have no regrets but yeah i'm really looking forward to like summer weather where you can just go to the supermarket and buy the baguette buy the cheese slices fantastic by the hummus and then you just have everything in bits Picnic. at the park yes. yes oh I'm so excited for beer gardens getting that copperberg strawberry and lime I know mm-hmm. I'm already craving I see one ray of sunshine I'm like yep copperberg I, <laughs> I wasn't quite ready for shorts and t-shirt though I saw no. a few people wearing those no, no not at that early. point yeah um but what else have you been consuming yeah Elle? so I obviously had my week gallivanting around um, England and Paris. Ooh, um, ooh. But I managed to fit in a few podcasts and 
two kind of like filmy things um so i i've been listening to beyond today the podcast literally every day it's like the english version of the daily they talk about one big question for like 20 minutes um and it's super interesting so there were three episodes i particularly liked all varying from like january to present day just because i was going back so far i'd listened to all the recent ones um so i listened to how can one woman change the law which was Ooh. about the woman Gina who changed the upskirts. She created the oh, upskirts. Oh yes, <gasps> I've listened to. She's on Control Out Delete. Um, with that Emma was Gannon. yeah with Emma Gannon. That was a good episode actually. Yeah, she's, she's really incredible. interesting. Yeah, she's so passionate and like she started like tearing up when she was talking about it. But really, it was, they they had the interview the week after like the bill had actually like come out as a as a law yeah. and she just talked about the method of like how she what the incident that caused it um and how she got the lawyer and how that how that kind of I was just amazing so go and listen to that um then the next episode I listened to was what to do what what do we get wrong about female terrorists so that was after Ooh. the Shamima kind of like incident last week they were discussing oh, yeah. it and they they were talking about her but also about kind of like other female terrorists etc so that was really interesting um go give that a listen and then also as previously mentioned the John Ronson um sort of like interview on there which was really interesting about his public shaming he's got a new podcast that is out on audible so I don't have access to it maybe i'll do the free trial for this but it's a follow-up from his butterfly effect about the porn industry and it's about the death of one of the porn stars from um that area yeah yeah so that was super interesting i'm definitely going to start listening to beyond today well if you listen to it then i'll have nothing to talk about on the podcast (laughs) that you i could just nod smile and wave smile and wave um and then i've listened to two how to fail with elizabeth days oh that's back yeah I like it. Yeah. You know? I pick it based on guests, but I do like mm. it. Listen to the Pandora Sykes one, which is just lovely because obviously she's on the the high low and she co-hosts with Dolly and Dolly kind of like has her own novel out that we've both read and love and she mm. has her own podcast. So it's quite nice to listen to Pandora on her own yes, and sort yes. of get another side. Cause we, we know a lot about, we've been we to see do. Dolly live. We, we do. <laughs> We're big Dolly fans, but Pandora kind of is, she just doesn't have a book out so it's just she's not been yeah. promoting herself so much so it's lovely to like listen to her on her own um and then i listened to the james o'brien one which is really really good he's oh, great because i love unfiltered. unfiltered is brilliant yeah, yeah. that's not back yet no i well, no. i don't know if it is coming back what i don't i don't know maybe I, don't, I don't want to make such claims maybe i'll but, tweet him I yeah and then finally sorry keep going on um i watched dirty john on netflix so i've heard many yeah. things about this tell me i have no idea what it's about oh okay so it's a podcast which i listened to last year recommended by fiona okay um i remember like sitting on a bus in berlin like listening to it like what the hell is this really it's okay. so good so maybe listen to the podcast first um but they've recreated it really well it's essentially about a woman who meets a man she's been unlucky in love she's quite wealthy like well to do wait hold America. on so this is based off of this is a real, real story, story which in, was a podcast, so the podcast and now they've made a netflix show or... yeah so the podcast sort of like interviews the people who are involved oh and it creates like a storyline of it and then they've, oh. they've recreated it like with wow um, okay actors. yeah so she essentially gets catfished but like big time and dangerously so and he's a master manipulator um 
pits her fam her family go against her. It is crazy. You need to watch it. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, twisted, I've heard really good twisted. things. But it is quite scary because I think there are there are definitely people out there who are capable of doing these sorts of things. Maybe not the extent to murder, but kind of like the lying about the life that you lead is um yeah mad. Um, and then I also watched a BBC docu- documentary on R. Kelly and strange enough like later that day it came out that he had been arrested um in illinois i think so that was really interesting there are two on there so watch both of those um just kind of they kind of i wanted to watch surviving r kelly but i can't access it yeah i don't know where we can watch that it's on sky but it wasn't on sky go so i'm just not really sure um (laughs) so i just watched these two documentaries so maybe give that a go if you can't watch surviving yeah i feel like i need to learn more about it now like everyone's talking about it so much i just want to get the facts give me the facts give me the facts um but yeah so what have you been consuming um, on your long car journey to France. Oh, RIP. It was so long. It should have been 12 hours, but it was more like, I don't know, 15. Why? The ferry. They, we were booked onto a certain time. <laughs> and then they were like, no, it's full. So you're on the one that's two hours later. Which Great. Was really fun. Um, yeah. But plenty of time to binge listen to podcasts, which is essentially <laughs> what I did. So um, we've mentioned love stories before, but they had Lily Allen on there <gasps> that was a this good one. week. I yes. Well, she's such a controversial figure. Like, I find this really interesting that. Yeah, she really splits people. I don't understand. I think I could be friends with her. She I was like saying her. funny things. And she's I was like funny. laughing with her. I yeah. think she's funny. I think she's really good. And also, I would recommend um, we mentioned James O'Brien, his unfiltered podcast. That episode with Lily Allen was so, so good. Oh, I have listened to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's more like deep biographical. Yeah. yeah and it's more like the, the traumas and... she's been through and yeah. everything. Um, I now really want to read her book. I know Rach has read it. Yeah. But she wasn't sure. See, that's the thing. She really divides people. I think she's a really interesting character. Um, So, yeah. She's just a woman. She's, like we say, (laughs) nobody is wholly good or wholly Wholly bad. bad. She's just a person. Oh, absolutely. And that kind of ties in, yeah. I know. We've made made it circular. Oh, very good. Discussions, connections. (laughs) Um, And also listen to the Adam K episode. Oh, that was great. That was a really good one. Yeah. I, I think Dolly her. is such a good interviewer. Like she really connects with people. She does. She gets them on a personal level and yeah. they kind of like have it's like they've they're already friends, even exactly. if they're not because they have a little like in laughter and Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well she's already hooked them in on quite a deep topic. Love stories is about obviously personal relationships and everything. So they like yeah. they know what they're signing up for. Mm. But um really enjoyed that. Um another week, another David Tennant podcast. Still I am listened. I'm liking it now. I'm telling you I'm liking it because this week Ian McKellen was like stellar. Like it was yeah. so good because like he really knows his craft and like theatre and everything but most of the discussion was about him being gay mm-hmm. um because obviously oh, i don't know what year he was born but basically he didn't come out until he was 48 wow 48 Whoa, um yeah bless. so that was um really interesting to just hear him discuss like how like the fear that played him like throughout uni and everything and when he was younger and it was just like it was you just couldn't speak about it you would be arrested like every gay person knew the fear that was um hanging over them yeah i think he's about like 80 now or yeah. something like that so um it was a while ago but um he kind of just talks about his role like he goes around schools now and like talks about the lgbt community um so it was just really really interesting discussion um and i also listened to um awards chatter which is another podcast we've mentioned before god i'm just recycling aren't i um (laughs) but it was interesting because i listened to the harvey weinstein episode when was that it was literally published 
this episode like February 2016. That's quite, so. That's like a year and a bit before that he was. Yeah. That the article, the New Yorker article, that was must have exposed 2017. him. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So obviously, I was reading it back. Like he was interviewed just like any other celebrity yeah, would yeah. be, and he was really interviewed about his films and everything. But obviously, listening to it from what we know now, I was kind of reading into everything he said. Like, oh, where are the hints that he's a bad person and everything? Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like angry about, oh, why do they always say I'm like loud and mean to my staff and everything? Why don't they talk about how great I am at making movies? and how well read I am blah blah which is kind of interesting I mean the majority of it was him talking about his films and his craft but there were moments like that and there were also moments like he was really close with his dad Mm. and then his dad died when he was young and he kind of said like oh guess I've got a mum now or it was a comment like oh I guess you exist now mum and I was kind of like oh interesting does he have have a problematic uh, relationship with the mother therefore yeah I know doesn't have respect for women exactly I was totally reading into it but um I mean, yeah, he's a prick, so I felt justified. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I listened to... Oh, so Reasons to be Cheerful. I've never listened to it. I used to listen to this so much last year, but I just completely forgot about it. I don't know, I think it just went off my phone. But anyway, I rediscovered it again this week. So Reasons to be Cheerful is a podcast with Ed Miliband and Jeff Lloyd, who is um, another podcaster. And it's just so funny. It's really nice to hear They basically... Um, discuss like a policy like um, like divorce laws in the UK and how we can change them or like this week's the one I listened to was reasons to be Icelandic like they went over to Iceland and like interviewed the Prime Minister and like how they've got these progressive gender equality things and like um, what Iceland are doing well and like lessons that we the British could learn mm-hmm. and that kind of thing and they just have like a really good dynamic and they bounce off each other like and Ed Miliband is so funny like he's so self-depreciating I remember they once had this episode on like should we all go vegan is it better for the environment or whatever and then Jeff was like hey Ed imagine if you were vegan you probably um would have won the election because it was that bacon sandwich that lost you the election <laughs> do you remember <laughs> basically there was this picture of him if eating you, a bacon, bacon sandwich but he eats it quite weird because he does a bit with like a funny mouth <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone was like oh we don't want to hear him as prime minister but like it's just so funny. No, I, I actually felt so sorry for him. Do you remember that time he fell? Oh, he fell walking. over on Peter, <laughs> Prime Minister's question. Oh, that's such a oh, good episode bless. of A Reason to Be Cheerful. I might be the legalising marijuana one, which is a really good one, but in one of the episodes, he just talks about his trauma of the PMQs <laughs> and, like, how <laughs> when he, he was just like, oh, I'd, I'd, I'd deliver the joke so badly and then they just couldn't look me in the eye afterwards. <laughs> he's so... Does he say that he's glad he's not Prime Minister? He makes jokes about now. it all the time, like... <laughs> Oh, wish I was. Have you? Do you follow the Twitter account called The Millerverse? No. It's like an alternate history. Oh, topical. That's yeah. uh, my essay. Um, but it's like if Dave, if David Cameron hadn't won and Miliband had, and it's just like what the world would be like now. And it's like it'd be really boring. There'd be no Brexit. There'd be none of this. <laughs> and it's like so true. I think he's a good egg. But yeah, I really enjoyed that. So I recommend the legalizing marijuana episode and the divorce episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just really feel good thing um that's podcast have i consumed anything else this week i have been consuming the greatest showman soundtrack and it's so good i'm sure everybody who is everybody when i say everybody who's listening i mean five people who listen to this um (laughs) all five of them all five of them have heard it before i know i'm very behind the times but um i just think it's got a few bangers in there very good to listen to oh also before we finish need to Mm. do a little a little feedback um 
the result of my poll on Instagram oh, no. about hatred for the holiday. Oh yeah, what was it? Morgana, we're we're definitely in the minority. It was like seventy v thirty. <gasps> You're joking. Percent. Yeah, seventy oh. percent said they like the holiday, and there's just thirty percent of us who who don't like it. That's quite sad, but I mean, we knew we were. We knew we, we were knew we were in the minority, but I still stand by that it's just the nostalgia. <laughs> it is you don't not really a good enjoy film. it. Oh, I mean, we got thirty percent of the listeners. You lot can stay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think that's that's us done for the week, is it? Maybe we should do a poll as a regular thing. Maybe a poll a week. A poll a week. What could we do on this? Should we introduce time? a new well something related to what we've been talking about. Well, check out my Instagram. Yeah. Not Morgana's. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's L. That's very sneaky. <laughs> You get all the followers. <laughs> we'll have to get a what a fajitas tonight. Yeah, Instagram. I want to do that and just put memes on it. Should we create that tonight? <gasps> That's a fantastic idea. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.